Do you want to start a thriving real estate career, but don't know where and how to start? Do you want to become a successful realtor or investor, but lack the required knowledge and skills? Gear yourself up with the best and actionable advice here on The Real Estate Rundown. Tune in as Shannon Robnett talks with industry veterans about all kinds of asset classes, market trends, challenges, management techniques, and success stories. Listen to informative discussions with valuable tips that will serve as the foundation for your incredible real estate venture. Now, here's your host, Shannon Robnett. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Estate Rundown. Today, I have the opportunity to talk to a guy clear across the United States, but you guys are really going to enjoy what we're going to cover here with Joey Murray. He has got a boatload of experience creating different income streams, and I think you're going to see how all these start to tie together, but the one thing that he is is different. So I'm going to see how far we can go down this rabbit hole. But first of all, let's welcome our guest. Good morning, Joey. How are you this morning? Man, being called different is the best thing you could have ever called me. I mean, thank Uh, you. (laughs) You know, you and I got started before we started this episode, but, you know, I wanted to kind of talk about what you're doing because you're about creating passive income in the short-term real estate game, right? No, we're about financial freedom. Short-term rental may be the means or one of the means that gets you to financial freedom, but financial freedom is the goal, is it not? See what I told you guys? He's different, right? (laughs) So he's not attacking the strategy. So Joey, let's talk about the strategies that you use because you're right. Financial freedom is what we're all looking for. We're trying to get out of the rat race. We're trying to have to set our alarm clock. We're trying to have to not get up and fight traffic. We're trying not to do these things. What is it that you're doing that's allowing you to, to break free of that? Well, can I just stop for a second and say, let's back up to what you just said. Because so many people get dialed into the investment and they lose sight of the idea behind the investment, the why behind it. It's not, I mean, this world and we, you know, our company's called Wealth Without Wall Street for a reason. We like to beat up on Wall Street, but it's because we've been trained to think high rate of return equals good investment for me. But reality is that if someone's holding on to your dollars and not returning them back to you on a regular basis that creates more freedom, then it's not a good investment for you. And more so, does the investment fit you as an investor, right? Like Robert Kiyosaki says, there's no good or bad investments, only good or bad investors. And our thought is, is don't start with the investment. Start with who you are as an investor and figure out which ones of those ideas that are out there will actually get you closer to your goals. And most people have never stopped to even think about those things. You know, Joey, you're so correct too. And I I talk to a lot of people that go, well, I got to get involved in ABC. I got to get involved in multifamily. I got to get involved in, you know, I got to get involved in short-term rental. Really? Why? No. And you're right, because a lot of people don't sit down and go, hey, you know what? I don't want to put this much time into it. I do want to put this much time into it. And then the other thing is people don't even think about the tax strategy behind what else they have involved in that, right? And so there's all these things, but how do you take the time 
to get people to think through that so that they're not chasing their tail doing a short-term rental strategy when they don't have any time anyway and that wasn't really what they wanted and 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 i'll say this i'm going to use someone else's words for this answer because to me it was just really really confirming of what we're doing we had somebody in our community direct message russ my business partner and he said man I can't tell you, I I had to stop and tell you that your Pathfinder course is so fantastic. I finally feel, he said, I've been doing, we actually have a baseline product that we, we teach and it's the infinite banking concept, right? It's creating cash in a place that you can control. And he said, I've been doing that for years and years and I've never known what sort of investor I am until I took your Pathfinder course. I got my own investor DNA assessment, and now I am personally going down this path of doing land flipping because I know now I'm much more confident that that is a good fit for who I am, and I can't thank you enough for putting this together. That to me was like, check. Like That's exactly what we want to have happen every single day. People in our community engage through our Passport Challenge and then our Pathfinder course, and in that, they go through their own assessment. It's not something that we're telling them, you know, you should do this, you should do that. We say, do this assessment and then hold it up against. We have at least six passive income strategies that they can say, these are the pros, these are the cons, these are the key factors that you need to know about before you get involved in any of these strategies. And you determine there, you kind of self-determine which path makes the most sense for you to get to financial freedom as fast as possible is something that you would enjoy. So that's that's kind of how we would direct people. You know, and, and that's so key. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times I've talked to people that, you know, their goal is to get to financial freedom as fast as possible, but all they want is cash flowing assets. Well, is that really your fastest goal? I have others that say, you know what, I I, I don't know what else to do other than I need a paycheck every month. And so I need to get passive income and they, they have no idea how to get it. And so I think that that's really important. And the fact that you're looking at it and you're asset agnostic, if you will, you know, <laughs> exactly. you're sitting, you're going, hey, you know, there's five or six different things here you can do. What fits you? What's going to make you happy? Because at the end of the day, it is an individual choice, you know? Yeah. And But the key thing I would say, we're not agnostic in the sense that there are certain aspects that have to be true. Again, we never take, there's no new ideas here. We're just basically compiling great minds together and saying, this is a path that we can follow. So Robert Kiyosaki, again, financial freedom is defined as more passive income than you have in monthly expenses, right? right? If we can do that, that is what gives us the license to say, hey, I really don't want to drive into work today or tomorrow or the next day. And I don't have to, like, I may love it. I may love what I do and now I don't have the same pressures and I can continue that job or maybe I can go pursue something that I really have a passion for because I now have my passive income providing me the ability to pursue my passion income. And that's really what we're after, right? So if the investment or the asset type you mentioned is not providing me a regular, sustainable consistent passive income flow that doesn't require my active involvement then, or the ability to turn it into a passive income asset. So like, let me clarify, you start a land flipping business, it's going to be a lot of work at the very beginning until you figure out all the systems and you can hire to those things that can happen very quickly, but it's still 
There's work on the front end. Sure. The short-term rental business, like you mentioned, same thing. I may have to get really involved for a, a period of time, a sprint, until I can figure out all the pieces that have to go into that to turn it into a passive income business. And that's what we've done all those things in all these different areas. So that's what we kind of give people the path to do. So what are three steps to get us to financial freedom? Well, so we like to think of it as, uh, this is just easy to remember, a GPS, right? If you put in a destination in your GPS, it's going to give you all the steps to get there, right? So just, I mean, as again, not a new idea. We don't give new ideas. We just regurgitate really cool ones. So you put in that destination and that's financial freedom. So you have to have a goal. GPS goal is the first one. And so we created that passport challenge to give people the ability to actually map out what is it that financial freedom looks like for them. Because as we started this, most people would never even know what their goal is. They just know an investment has a good return. I think I need to do that. But does it get you closer to what your vision of financial freedom is? There's some people that say, man, I want more time because I want more brain space to think about businesses. Like my business partner, Russ, you tell that guy, hey, man, you can take half the week off. He's going to be like, sweet. That means I get more time to think of new businesses. (laughs) And you tell me, hey, you you only have to work 20 hours this week. I'm going to be like, sweet. That's an extra 20 hours this week that I get to spend with my five daughters. Because that to me is like the impact that I want to make in this world is to love my children well, to grow them, to educate them. And I want more freedom from the day-to-day grind for that purpose. So our financial freedom goals and our, our we like, it's almost like having a vision board yeah. as our passport. So once you have that goal, now you can then put in together a plan. And the plan is that G, so GP, the plan is where I get really clear on who I am as an investor and what strategies are going to be useful to get me to that goal. And that's where we, we have coaches that will actually work with you, right? They, they take in your information, they take in your investor DNA and they say, okay, well, if you were to uh, deploy capital towards this strategy and we were to invest over this amount of time, you could exceed your expenses within 36 months, within 48 months, whatever the time frame is. And then they say, okay, the last step is support. Now you need ongoing coaching availability. You need a community of people around you who are going in the same direction. Because by the way, Shannon, I, I know you know this, but if you're sitting around the water cooler at work and you're talking about these things, you're the only person typically talking about these things because everybody else is talking about football, talking about what they're going to do this weekend, you know, moaning and complaining about what they don't want to do at work or whatever. And you're sitting there talking about changing your life and your legacy. Those things just are oil and water. Yeah. So do you think that that group is bringing you closer to financial freedom or farther from it? True. Crabs in a barrel, right? So we created a community of like-minded people that you can get to off of social media. It's not on Facebook. It's not on Instagram. It's on our own private app so that you can stay focused on these things and get the support from those people all headed in the same direction. So goal, plan, support, you follow those steps. I'm telling you, we've seen amazing results in a very short amount of time with people from school teachers to people that drive excavators 
to a guy that's a fireman. I mean, this has not happened because you make millions of dollars. It's because you have very specific focus in one direction and you get all the support that you need. So when you're talking about financial freedom, are you talking about being debt free? (laughs) I hate that. Oh my gosh. So here's the difference. If I said debt freedom, that's one thing. But I said financial freedom. Right. Because you think about that formula, right? Passive income greater than monthly expenses. Well, monthly expenses can include debt, but they also include lifestyle, right? Are you ever going to be able to pay off the cost of living? No. Never, right? So these gurus out there that talk about debt freedom being something special. Hey, you know what? More power too. If you want to pay off your debt, but you're still not free. Right. You still are subject to inflation and all the costs of living. Just try not paying your tax bill on your property, right? I mean, you may own the house, but you skip that tax bill. They're going to come get you first because you don't owe anything on it, right? Yeah, it's debt freedom is a lie that keeps you in, in slavery, in my opinion, because without any sort of passive income, you're still going to be slave to all those expenses and you're going to be stuck working in a job you don't want to work at or having to reduce significantly your lifestyle in the, in terms of quote unquote retirement, which don't get me started on that lie. Retirement right. is a joke, right. right? So, you know, we're all meant to, to give and to impact this world, not to, you know, end up living off of 25% of what we're used to and hoping that we don't run out of money. Right. So, I mean, you've made it clear that your your whole thought process is to show people how to create passive income streams that will replace their paycheck, that'll replace their need to show up somewhere at some point. What are some of the strategies that you employ once you've got people to understand what their DNA is and how they're supposed to be navigating this world of of financial freedom, what are some of the strategies that you guys encourage? We start in that Pathfinder course. I mentioned we have a passive income matrix that goes along with your DNA. And we have six specific ones that go, that are just kind of easy to apply. All right. And so those are everything from short-term rentals to long-term rentals like turnkeys. And that, and I would add syndications as one of those. So like if you're an accredited investor and, you know, time is your biggest need, but you have cash, then I would say syndications and turnkeys definitely fit the mold of that. We have private lending. We have, you know, everything from, again, you could get into e-commerce. That's another one. So those are just some, some of the strategies. But I also want to encourage people like... Russ and I got really serious about this a couple of years ago, uh, actually more like four years ago, we started interviewing experts and saying on our show, you know, Wealth of the Wall Street show, we want to know all these people that are experts in these spaces and then figure out which one of those fit us and then start impl- implementing them. And every month now we do our own personal passive income report. And so on that report, I actually have it here pulled up. I'm giving you behind the scenes here for September because we haven't, we haven't even gone live with it. But I mean, we have a land flipping business. We have a cattle business, which by the way, I do not recommend. Okay. It does. That's been a flop. I'm hoping to get some good steaks out of the deal, but that's about it. (laughs) Well, at Um, least you can eat your failures, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We have a a short-term rental business. 
We have Ethereum miners, like um, computers that mine Ethereum cryptocurrency. We have ATM funds. We have a multifamily syndication, a long-term rentals. I have an RV that I put on an RV share that's managed that just came live in September and already made $2,400 in the month of September net. And so anyways, a private note fund. We have a candle company we've invested in. So there's all these things. But the point is, is whatever works for us is not what you should do. You should do exactly who you, who you are as an investor should dictate this. I know we've already talked about it, but man, don't get misled. You know, Th- these things are not, you are your best investment. Well, and I, and I agree with you, you know, and, and like you said, there are no new ideas here. I mean, you know, there was a certain Carnegie that in- interviewed a lot of people right? Like you did to get going on what to do about how to win friends and influence people, right? That's right. You know, that was based on that same philosophy of, I don't have to know everything. I just got to get in front of intelligent people. I love what you're doing with the RV too. I kind of do that with one of my passions. I actually uh, have a flight school and it's based on the same principle that I'm leasing out airplanes, but airplanes are a little bit more expensive than RVs, but they also have that one-time depreciation. So they're a great tax play year one, right? So yeah, that's brilliant. Plus it always makes, well, it doesn't always make my wife mad. I think she's kind of gotten used to the fact that I get a new airplane every year, but that's, uh, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta figure out how to intertwine your passion with what you're doing. Right. That's right. So when you're looking at a, a business idea and you're looking at financial freedom, why aren't you looking, I mean, at, you know, a janitorial service business, why are you looking at Ethereum mines? Why are you looking at RV rentals versus, you know, being a McDonald's. It's not necessarily that those things are not possible for us or not things that we would we would do. For instance, from a service business, we actually would be interested in those type of things. But the non-negotiables for us are if there's not an ability for us to have an operator in place that can handle 97% of this business operationally, because here's what we know. Russ and I both are big picture very bad follow through. <laughs> right. Well, it's I mean, weakness, right? Exactly. And and so that's the other thing I want to point out about investor DNA. You may get your your assessment and look at it and think, man, this limits me. Right? This limits me to certain things, which could help you narrow down to maybe your first passive income stream. But I'll tell you this, I never, if you look at my investor DNA, I never would have been really interested in the short-term rental space if it had to rely on me being the operator. Right. So when we got this idea and we started to dig into it, we both really liked the idea, but thought, man, there's no way we could do this until the right person came along who we could invest in and build this business with. And now we've gone from one unit to over 24 units in the last 15 months and it's, it's going to gross over a million dollars this year. And that's all because we got clear on who we needed in the right space to take advantage of it. Well, and that's talking about scalability, right? And it's taking yourself out of the daily mix. And, you know, when you look at what you're looking at, I mean, buying yourself a job, there's so many small business owners that go out there and buy themselves a job. Yes, I- they sign up and they're really good at something. And so they create a business out of it. Maybe they're they're really good at detailing cars. And so then they create an auto detailing business, but 
If they call in sick, guess what? So does their paycheck. So, you know, finding those scalable things that aren't required to be you every day are maybe better ideas. So who was taking care of 97% of the bovine? The what now? The cows. Who was the 97% player there? I understood it that you were eating them, but who was the raisin part? First of all, let me just say this, and I don't want to get too sidetracked, but I am that guy that shows up to a cattle sale with like rubber boots because I don't even have cowboy. Okay. Like there's guys with bigger belt buckles than I have, you know, you know, I mean, plates. I mean, it, it was, I'm the one that sticks out like a sore thumb because I'm a, am not a country boy. I'm a city boy. One of our business partners grew up in this, loved it. We started going down the path and looking at it from an investment standpoint. And I'll go ahead and tell you, it was a fun hobby that gave me and my family experiences we never would have had. However, those dollars will never be useful again. <laughs> they, they have been spent and they were not passive except for passively going out the door. So, but man, it, we would have never done that without him being the guy driving for sure. Well, and sometimes, you, you know, it's it's the experience that shows you why you like what you like and why you don't like what you don't like. Because, you know, I heard a quote that was Oscar Wilde, I believe, that said, experience is what you call your mistakes. And how often do we do that? We want to call it, oh, well, I had a great experience with that. Oh, that means it was a total total mistake. It didn't go per plan. But how much of that is what teaches us what not to do next time and who not to be involved with and what businesses aren't going to fit our model? I mean, you know, you keep talking about this investor DNA that you guys have come up with. You didn't just wake up one day and figure that out. You've been through some bumps and some bruises to get there. Well, and and let me say this. If you're listening to this right now and you have not taken your first step into passive income or into investing in these things that Shannon has great guests on here, and the reason is you're afraid to make a mistake, let me just go ahead and tell you, that's your biggest mistake. Yeah. If you don't fail forward, you will stay where you're at. You have to be willing to learn as you go, this is not a game like our school system that we, you know, this country is founded, unfortunately, on is a failure because it has taught us that making mistakes is unacceptable. Right. But there is no successful person that I've ever met that hasn't failed numerous times and come out stronger as a result. So you got to take action. This is all about taking action. And at the same time, Take into consideration your wiring, like who has God made you as an investor and allow that to at least give you some direction to start going in. Well, you know, you often hear people say, you know, if I had a dollar for every time I did that. Well, you know, the reality is I do have a dollar for every time I made a mistake. It wasn't the mistake that paid me. It was the fact that the second time I got to make two bucks off the deal instead of the one that I lost the first time. Right. And that's the thing about about getting up and doing it again and going after it again and learning from it. And, you know, when when I hear people talk about mastermind programs and when I hear people talk about coaching and everything, you know, my mindset on that has totally changed over the years because I've now learned I'm 48 years old and I have chosen to make a lot of the mistakes myself when I could have really just asked and watched somebody else show me how not to make the mistakes that they already made. And I've looked at that in the past and said, why would I want to pay somebody else 
to tell me. And then I look at the number of mistakes I made and the cost that they were and how that came down. And I see now why I did want somebody else to make those mistakes for me and be able to mastermind with them instead of deal with my own all the time. Yeah, we talk about, like I mentioned before, we've launched a passive income mastermind just to our elite investors at this point. But we talk about you can either pay retail yourself by making those mistakes or you can borrow them from somebody else and collapse time. Yeah. I mean, that's really what the cost of being involved in these masterminds and these groups, these communities is you are borrowing. Like we have a short-term rental mastermind at this point that's starting next week and operator is going to teach what he's learned over 18 months to scale our business from one unit to 24 units. And he's charging actually less than what we paid to coach him, to get him coaching, to learn those same things. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're, you're borrowing all of that knowledge and you're cramming it into a much smaller time frame so that you can get there faster. That's yeah. the whole goal. Well, and that's the thing, you know, you're going to pay it somewhere. You might as well learn from somebody else's mistakes, collapse the time, navigate with clarity and make sure that you're not setting yourself back because there does come a point when you've made mistakes that you can't recover from. You've, yep. you've spent too much time, you've spent too much money. There comes a point when you can't continue and to be able to avoid those and know what those are is huge, is really huge. No doubt. So Joey, when you're thinking about what you really want a business to be, if you're sitting there and like Russ, your partner says, oh good, I got three more days to go about a new business. What are some of the criteria that you're looking at that make a business a no-brainer for you? I mean, you mentioned one of your non-negotiables before, but what are some of the other non-negotiables that have to happen in order for that to be a business you guys would consider? I would say it's fairly small list for us. I mean, it's not, I don't want to overthink it. One, I don't want there to be a ton of variables that affect the consistency of that business, which to be honest, the short-term rental business was one of those things. It has a lot of variables. And that's what kind of made me a little nervous about it. Not to mention, you know, you have in your brain like this idea, man, people may be messaging me at two o'clock in the morning and they can't find this and they can't find that. And just like those uncertainties kind of make me a little nervous about those sort of businesses. So I think limiting the variables, and I've learned this, the cattle business, way too many variables. I'm talking... These are, I mean, something could happen to a, a bull that, man, you thought he had all this potential in the world and all of a sudden he's sterile or he breaks his leg or what. I mean, there's so many little things. But so limiting the variables, limited capital to get involved, because the more capital I have to put into it of my own that I couldn't leverage in some way, shape or form, it reduces my ROI and my ability to to break even and get that capital back, flowing back to me and passively as fast as possible. Those are two things I think of having an operator because we are so poor at follow through. We have to have somebody strong with that. In fact, if you look at our Wealth Without Wall Street team, we did this recently. We looked through a personality profile and all of the people on our team have this super high follow through and Russ and I are on the other scale. <laughs> so right. it's like we are attracted to people that can do that. So those no, are, that's those what are you those have things. to do. You have to hire your weakness and you have to be self-aware enough to know what you are good at and what you aren't because then you wind up with too many cooks in the kitchen, you know, yes. and uh, everybody's trying to do the same thing. Everybody's trying to do the same thing. And, so, and the biggest thing, again, we've mentioned this and I think 
it's beautiful. What you guys are doing on the syndication side is buying back time, man. I cannot tell you how important and what a difference it's made in my life to have my time be my own time. And man, to we homeschool our girls and to have them here. I actually work from home now because we didn't want to renew our lease. We want to spend more time with our families. And I said, man, knowing that I have this passive income, which this month we will have exceeded 65,000 across all those different things that I mentioned before in passive income, that more than covers everything that we have expense-wise, Russ and I combined. And so, man, the freedom that that creates for us to be able to travel, for us to, I mentioned my RV, we took a 22-day RV trip in August with our kids. And while that was crazy and amazing at the same time, it was only possible because this passive income and, and feeling the freedom to do it. So man, buy back your time. You can't ever get any more of it. Money will be here. Money will go. But man, your time is just is ridiculously precious. So yeah, you know, all good points. Well, thanks, Joey, for being with us today. And thank you guys for tuning into the Real Estate Rundown. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Real Estate Rundown on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcast. Also, if you'd like to know where Joey's at, you can find him at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com. You can check him out there, see all the great things that he and Russ are doing there. Joey, thanks again for being on the show. Really appreciate your insight that you've given to my listeners. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me. And, and by the way, if you guys want access to that investor DNA uh, I've been talking about, you can actually go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. And that will get you into our free challenge and allow you to have access to the investor DNA. There is a charge for that DNA test, but that's only if you want to move forward from there. So feel free to to see us on there on the the community. Well, thanks, guys, for being with us, the Real Estate Rundown. And thank you again, Joey, for being our guest. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Real Estate Rundown. Let these newfound strategies pave the way to start a successful career or a profound rebranding. If you loved everything you have heard, listen to more conversations at www.shannonrobnett.com and be sure to leave a rating, share it with your friends, and subscribe. Until the next episode. Amen.